You knew I had to do it. Welcome back to Baco Tunes Podcast, episode 53, with your host, Gonzabor, Matt Munoz at Bakotopi.com. No, we don't have Flavor Flavor Public Enemy on the show, but we do have Pumpkin from VH1's Flavor of Love Season 1 and Charm School. You remember Pumpkin, feisty Cali girl who spit on New York and sucked a shot out of an ice sculpture? Of course you do. You know you watched it too, because don't you lie. Bakotopia had a lovely chat with Pumpkin on June 19, 2007, who, by the way, is really Brooke Thompson from Bakersfield, California. Yeah, her name name is not really pumpkin. I don't know what was wrong with you. Talk about hard to get. I had to call in Texas Girl a gazillion times to get a butt on the show. She's riding the train to fame right now, post-reality, and trying to get the pumpkin name carved into the minds of every one of you. You're going to hear a lot of interesting facts about Miss Pumpkin you didn't know, and I guarantee you will not be disappointed. She charmed me, and I guarantee she'll do the same to you. And if you think the rumors about Brooke were true, let me put it to you this way. Don't believe the hype! Hello? Hello. I'm ready. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'll just dive into the questions, just in case something happens. <laughs> you were recently dismissed from the VH1 Flavor of Love Charm School. That's what people saw on TV. Now, the way the show played it out was that Monique tried to make you look kind of like a tramp, and then, you know, you're dismissed mm-hmm. and all that stuff. What is your take on the whole situation? My take on the situation is we were told to pick out um, which one was the Urban Renaissance guy. We were given no rules, and, you know, there were some players in the group, and we had to determine who was what. Well, my way of figuring out who was a player was asking, when you have sex, is it called making love or fucking, right? (laughs) Yeah, I remember. So, like, that's what I was trying to get at, because, you know, if people consider it a fuck, then they're probably a player, right? But if they consider it making love, then, you know, there's more, more behind it. So that was my way of figuring out who the players were. Then, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, like, the judge was like, oh, it looked like you were giving oral sex to that ice sculpture. Well, how else do you take a shot out of an ice sculpture without wrapping your lips around it? You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like every little thing that I they just had some like little dumbass comments. Yeah, there was alcohol at the prom. I was dancing with guys, but who hasn't gone out to a club, got drunk, danced with guys, and made out with a guy? Like who had or a girl? Like who who hasn't done that? Except this time there was the cameras around. Right. See, <laughs> well, I was irritated with. Okay, Monique was like, oh well, maybe you should have like her smiley was like or Laylene, whatever her name is in yeah. terms of kept saying, well maybe you should act more like me. And I was like, Laylene, if we all acted like you, we would not have a damn TV show. And I said, Monique, you need to understand that you're on this show. You know what I mean? The ratings reflect you, too. So if we're all acting innocent, nobody's going to want to watch that shit. They want to see us misbehave and be crazy, you know. Like, schoolgirls gone mad. Like, that's what they want to see. I was just upset because it felt like like everything I did, they just blew it completely out of proportion, and they made it look way worse than it really was. Well, you were doing pretty good there for a while. It kind of kept so, out of a lot of the controversy, because you were right, just, like, kind was, of the smartest one. I was the front runner. I was the only girl that had never been in the bottom three. If you think about it, every single girl in that house had been in the bottom three. Besides me, I was the last one to ever be in the bottom three. And it was my first time in the bottom three, and then she sent me home. My take, she does not like white people, and she does not like skinny girls. Ooh, okay. That's, that's kind of deep right you there. Know I don't even, you know what, let me take that back. I don't even think it has to do with the color of your skin. She is just straight-up prejudice against skinny people, because the name of her cookbook is Skinny Cooks Can't Be Trusted, uh-huh. and she did not like me from day one. <laughs> So I think that that had a lot to do with it. She prejudged me. Like, when I would win the competition, if you remember back, like, if I would win one, she'd be like, oh, Brooks team, congratulations, you won. Like, nothing else, just congratulations. Well, you know, before we get into more of the stuff about the charm school and all that and about the reality TV show life, I want to go back to your roots. Like your current uh-huh. county, Bakersfield, you know, and the Shafter roots, where I, I, I didn't know that you had wanted to Shafter High until I looked at your MySpace page. Now, where were uh-huh. you actually born? In Bakersfield. You were born in Bakersfield, okay. Uh-huh. Um, 
what kind of child were you? Describe yourself as a kid. Were you, did you enjoy being the center of attention? Did you like hamming it up in front of the camera and family gatherings and stuff like that? Well, it was just me and my mom growing up. So um, I was definitely used to getting a lot of attention because I was the only child. And it was just me and my mom. And then my mom met my dad, which became my stepdad. And he was really strict. And I think he um, held me back from doing a lot of things, kind of like no phone calls after 8, you know, don't go out on the school night. And I think, like, he just locked me in so much that it just, like, once I finally got out, I was like, girls got wild, you know? <laughs> like, he never let me live my life. So when I did <laughs> get out there, I'm like, okay, I have to make up for all this fun that I didn't have before. Now, you s attended Chapter High. Did you attend school in Bakersfield at all? Or yeah, I did. I went to, like, Laurel Glen Elementary School, and then I went to Rosedale for a while, and then we moved, transferred out to Real Bravo Greeley, which is, like, way out at the end of Enos. And then, like, at that time, like, everybody went to Shafter, like, mm. from Real Bravo. So I never lived lived in chapter or anything like that. I just went to school there. And were you involved in a lot of school activities in school? I, I saw that you were a cheerleader instructor. Were yeah. you a cheerleader in high school and everything? Yeah, I cheered all four years and I swam. And what kind of student were you in high, in high school? Straight A student. I might act dumb or whatever, but I'm really not. Like, I was one of those girls that would, like, get good grades, but then, like, the teacher would be like, one person got 100%, and then I would be like, who is it? Who is it? And it would be me, you know? I would uh -huh. just deny it was me. I wanted <laughs> them to think I was stupid. Now, after school, so you're a good student, you're highly active in, in the school activities and stuff like that. You graduated, you attended Cal State. Did you go to BC at all or did you just go to Cal State? I went, to, I went straight to Cal State Bakersfield. You graduated in 2003. You were a business major? Graduated with a um, bachelor's degree in business and a uh -huh. concentration in marketing. What did you originally plan uh, doing after high school? Did you did you want to start a business or, you know? No, I really didn't have a choice. My grandpa was like, you're going to college. And it was something I wanted to. I really didn't go to college knowing what I wanted to do. I don't think I declared my major until my junior year. And I chose business because I was like, you know, business is, you can do anything with business. And I chose marketing because I like to talk. Did you work in the marketing field at all before you get involved with TV and stuff? No. What, what did you do after school? Were you just working retail, kind of like a lot of us college after we graduated college? We went to kind of retail yeah. until we found something. Actually, I was doing like the cheerleading, coaching cheerleading, and um, when I was in college, I took the CBS so that I could become a substitute teacher. Mm -hmm. So I would go to school two days a week, and then I'd sub the other three. And then I worked, um, I just like... Worked in an office, actually, just like an office clerk, whatever. I think that's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you teach cheerleading? Was this like a private thing or back at the school? I, or? At, um, I coached at Cheer Extreme and at Stars. How, how did you get involved with the reality show? Because looking back, I saw that, okay, we all we were all introduced to you through Flavor of Love One, but I saw that you were on other reality shows. How did you yeah. get involved in all that? I was at Magic Mountain, and they were filming Street Smarts, the game show. Yeah. And I wanted to be on that show, and so they started interviewing me to be, like, on one of the street people. I don't know if you've ever seen the show. Oh, yeah, I remember it. But like, the, the, the retards on the street. Uh -huh. Yeah, they, they interviewed me for that, but I got the first three questions that they asked me right, and they were like, oh, you're too smart for this. We need dumb people. <laughs> and I was like, I can pretend I'm dumb, and they were like, no, you'd be great for, like, an in-studio contestant, like, actually playing the game for money. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay, whatever, you know, and he's like, call this number, go to an audition, and, you know, you never know. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. So I did it, and they picked it. And then I was like, damn, if I could make it on this game show, you know, and they just kind of went from there. I'm like, well, I tried out for another game show. I made it on that. And then I saw, like, a casting call for um, The Bachelor, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm single. I guess I'll go on The Bachelor. <laughs> you know, I'll try <laughs> for this. And then all I did was, like, email my picture and um, 
within like five minutes, they'd called me back and they were like, hey, you know, this is the last day of interviews. We've been all over the United States. We're in L.A. right now. This is the absolute last day. And I was like, I will be there after work. I got done subbing, went straight there, and they interviewed me. And two days later, they called me and they're like, you're in the top 50. And I'm like, well, what does that mean, you know? And they're uh-huh. like, you just got to, like, go through, like, the STD testing, the psychological, and then the background check, and then, you know, we're going to narrow it down to 25. And the next thing I knew, I was on Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav. After Flavor of Love, I went back to subbing, and then the show started to air. Mm-hmm. And then by the third week, the kids were like, oh, my God, our teacher's pumpkin. They were calling me Miss Pumpkin. They were, like, taking pictures with their camera phones. They were surrounding me on the campus, like, the security had to take me to and from my car on a on a little golf cart. Like it was just a major distraction on the campus, so they did fire me. So um, ever since then, like I tried to like apply for business jobs, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" So tell me about Flavor of Love. I send them my resume, and they sure are interested. And then they find when I get there, they're like, "Oh my god, it's pumpkin!" And it's a totally different story. All they want to talk about is Flavor of Love. They don't want to interview me at all for the job. When you went on Flavor of Love, were you a Flavor Flav Public Enemy fan to begin? Um, I don't even know who Public Enemy is. <laughs> really? I had no idea. You know what? If I wouldn't have watched The Real Life the season before him, mm. I would have like I wouldn't have even known who he was. Was it just like and okay, this is another gig. Was, this is another gig for me. No. Yes, I. I mean, I was like, okay, you know, this is major reality show. You know, like I went on a lot of little shows here and there, but this is like a ten week you know, major reality show. I'm like, here's your big chance, you know? And I'm like, this is so cool. But wow, I have to pretend I like that. You know what I mean? So it was kind of hard. Were there other girls kind of like in the kind of the same frame of mind as you? It's like, you know, we're here because we want to be on TV. Do do you think like New York and everybody really wanted to be with Flavor Flav? Do you think that was... Hell no. It's all showbiz? It totally is. Like whether they want to further their modeling career or be a reality television whore like myself. Like everybody had their own motives, so Mm -hmm. whatever. Well, at least you're honest. You know what you want to do and you're happy some fun with it. The whole New York spitting incident, of course, that we all know is considered one of like the most shocking moments on reality TV. To, now, to me, when I see it, and I've seen it a gazillion times, it looks like it was computerized like fake spit. Now, was it was it real? I really spit on her. That's really all I can say. <laughs> That's like such a, such a sore subject. All I can say is like I really spit on her. What did it take to get to so pissed off that you'd want to spit at her? From day one, like she was just talking shit. Like she would go around the house telling everybody what they needed to fix. Like, girl, this girl needs a nose job. This girl, you know, needs lipo. This girl, whatever, needs a facelift. Like she would just do that. And I'm like, all these girls are just like laughing at her. They don't even care that she's like talking shit. I'm thinking, how are you going to let this transvestite look and you know what? Sit there and talk shit about us when she doesn't even look like a freaking chick. You know what I mean? Like, she had more problems than all of us in the house put together, but yet she was going to talk shit. And when I was leaving, I was so mad at Flav because he was like, you know, you didn't tell me you were on reality TV. Bullshit. Yes, I did. Just because you were drunk off your ass and couldn't remember. Like, that's not my fault. And so I was so upset with him. Like, just, like, when I went home, I wanted to go home, like, look like it went. I went home on good terms. And it just freaking, I was mad at that. And then I went back to say bye to my friend Hoops, and she was just like, bye, pumpkin, with her, like, annoying voice. And it just, I, I was just so mad. I can't even, like, I didn't even... When I was getting in, like, the car to go home, I was like, what did I just do? So it was definitely surreal. 
so to speak. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that was like the biggest moment in reality television history, so I don't regret it at all. And yeah, you, you know wouldn't what? take, would, think... would you take the spit back now? No, I wouldn't take the spit back. And you know what the crazy thing is? I don't think New York would either, because that even made her more popular. Yeah. Did you, did you in New York ever really go at it after the show when you ran into each other, you know, somewhere else in public? No, I ran into her and she kissed me. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen a couple pictures online all over the place, and I was wondering to know, man, but did they ever really? go at it. No, we ran into each other at the Reality TV Awards and we were nominated for Favorite Fight and we won the award and then later on she was drunk and she was like, Pumpkin, I just want to tell you I love you and we made great television together and thank you so much for, you know, fighting back and, you know, we made a good show and I love you and like grabbed me and kissed me and I'm like, thanks bitch, I'm going to make money off your ass and sell this picture. <laughs> yeah, and she got her own show. She better as well as hell, thank you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you you became um, a recognizable face because of the show, like literally probably all over the world. I mean, do you get any freaky fans coming out of the woodwork? You know, do you get kind of scared? There's all kinds of freaks out looking for pumpkin. <laughs> um, no, not really. I mean, a couple times people have like followed me in my car, but I notice like I'm very like observant on who's following me when I'm driving, and if they if I notice the car is kind of like turning every way I am, I'll just, like, drive around for a while. I won't go to my house or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, it's not. It's really not that bad because if anybody asks for a picture or, like, an autograph, I'll be happy to do it, yeah. and that way they have what they want and they don't bother you and follow you, you know? Do you have a worse time with, with the popularity and the celebrity status in L.A. than you do in Bakersfield? I think that it's equal everywhere I go. I think everywhere I go, people know. Like, Flavor of Love is not just watched by, you know, black people. It's just, it's every single place, everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I, told, I mean, I I've gone to appearances everywhere, and I thought, oh, it's going to be really bad here. It's weird. Like, I have, like, 80-year-old women that are like, yeah, Pumpkin, that was so cool when you spit on her. Like, 80-year-olds. And then I've had, like, a, a six-year-old, you know? It's the, the people that you would ex wouldn't expect to watch it do. Absolutely. Now, what about overseas? Do you get any fan mail from overseas? Because, you know, yes. I know, like... I have MySpace people email me, and they're like, you know, I'm watching it over here in China, or I'm watching it here in Australia or Mexico, and they're just talking about Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love started airing over there, and I'm just like, please send me a video of that. I want to know what I look like talking Chinese. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> when you came back and you were talking about being let go uh, for being a substitute teacher because being, you know, too much of a quote-unquote distraction, after you lost the job, did you ever think that you would get another teaching gig? Are you, are you thinking about getting back into teaching anytime? No, because tr the truth of the matter is, like, I was almost, like, crying when I was trying this up because I would have, like, a roll sheet of 30 kids that I'd look out and there'd be, like, 80 students all claiming to be in that class. Oh. Like, it would take 30 minutes of the period just to get through roll. Like, it stressed me out. Wow. Because I was there to do my job, and I couldn't. So, I mean, in a sense, like, I don't, I wouldn't go back to that right now. It's just too much of a, no, it was kind of a relief when they fired me. Like, oh, goodness, thank goodness. Do you just want to continue trying to be on uh, reality TV, or are you, you know, planning a, a type of market? Do you have a marketing strategy for yourself? I'm just working on a lot of things right now. It's weird because I did try to, after Flavor of Love, I did try to go back and find jobs. But like I said, you know, they were more interested in talking about Flavor of Love than they were in asking me about my qualifications for the position. So needless to say, I can't couldn't find a job, and I was having difficulty. And so I'm being forced back into reality television. That's why I did Charm School because I couldn't find a damn job. 
So, you know, I just got um, two new managers, and we're doing a lot of things. We're coming up with calendars, and I'm going to create my own line of jewelry called Brooks Bling. Um, we're going to make, like, little pins with my head on the top of the pin, and when you push them, they're going to, like, spit, you know, like water, though. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, we're just thinking of a whole bunch of things. I'm going to have a shirt made, you know, for my adult fans to say pumpkin spits, not swallows. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I mean, totally love this. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just working it right now, you know. I'm doing appearances. I don't really want a normal job right now. That's what I was saying. Like, we got to get this going because I don't think I could go back into a normal job right now. I'm having too much fun being pumpkin or whatever. Yeah, I, I, oh. I, I could I could tell. Now, you know, the whole reality TV family, it seems like, you know, there's a big network of a lot of people. I'm looking at your MySpace, and there's a lot of the people that, you know, are known from a lot of the different TV shows, from Survivor and all that stuff. Uh, do you yeah. hang out with a lot of with the, the, a lot of celebrities? You guys kind of have a network where you kind of help each other out, kind of a support group? Yeah, it's funny because, like, it seems like the reality stars stick together. Yeah, I'm friends, with the, I'm friends with a lot of them. You know, they just emailed me, like, on MySpace, and they're like, hey, Pumpkin, we love the show, and it's so weird because you're like oh my god i watched them too so we just stick together I'm, i know it sounds really gross but i'm really good friends with ron jeremy <laughs> friends not business partners friends <laughs> but um how could you not like the guy it doesn't matter i, I mean love I, him. You, 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 i think all of us in our high school like the first porno we all saw was a ron jeremy porno he just happened to be there so <laughs> yeah i haven't seen one but i'm kind of scared to watch him now that i know him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right on, right on. Do you feel that people are publicly, you know, judging you unfairly due to the show? Do you feel like do you feel like you have a target on your back when you go outside or, you know, you walk no. into a room and you feel like everybody's judging you? Not really, because it's my fans, like it's so crazy. Like I'm sure there's some people that are like, Oh my god, pumpkin is a whore, like she kissed a guy, like, okay, big deal. We were filming the show for how long? Like have you not kissed two guys in a two month period? Like I didn't sleep with the guys, and if I did, come on, the cameras would have been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They would have filmed it. But my fans are really supportive, you know? Like, right when I got kicked off, like, you could see all my MySpace comments. What the hell? Monique's dumb. Like, mm -hmm. this girl should have gone. My fans are so incredibly supportive, and if people have a problem with it, then don't watch it. But if they hate me, at least they're thinking about me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, at least they're talking about me, even if it's bad. If you don't stand out on reality TV, trust me, you're never going to be. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> the nature of the biz. Now, what, what are some of the things that, that you would like people to know about you beyond the TV shows? I definitely think Pumpkin is a is like a more extreme version of Brooke. Like, the thing is, on reality television, you literally, like, have to wake up and think, okay, what am I going to do today to stick around in the house? Because the producers definitely have some pull in it, you know? Yeah. And so, like, honestly, though, like, there's a lot of people out there that don't know, okay, like, I'm really a smart girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mm -hmm. do have a degree. I'm a big, big, big flirt, but... Definitely, like, my friends and everybody that's close to me know that, like, to call me an alcoholic or a whore is just not even close. Like, I'm the world's biggest flirt, but when it comes to sleeping with people, hell fucking no. So that that personality that people would uh, thought on, you know, that they played up on Flavor of Love is definitely not the brook no. that we know. It's not, because, like, when I meet people, they're like, you're so normal. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm normal. Of course I'm normal. So. <laughs> now, you know, there's, a, there's probably, like, a million people out there see you on TV, and they're now they're like, I can see myself on that show. What's your advice to people who'd like to get involved in the reality TV game? I would just really just know what you're getting into before you get into it. Like, if you're cool with the world, 
seeing you however they want to, you know, however the producers or the editors want to portray you. This is the thing. You can be a sweetheart 75% of the time, and you can be, you know, a real bitch 25% of the time. But if, the, if they want you to be the bitch of the show, they're going to just show that 25% of the time. You know what I mean? They're going to make your character however they want to make you. You know, if you give it to them even a little bit, they can just, you know, replay that over and over and over. So, I mean, if you're ready for anything, like, I would definitely do it. Like, it definitely has its perks, but, I mean, if you want a real job afterwards, I wouldn't recommend it. you got to be willing to embrace the whole enchilada. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, so where can people find you next? Now, are you going to be pretty much known all the time professionally as Pumpkin, or are you going to be known as Brooke? Are you going to be a little bit of both? I think I'm, the world met me as Pumpkin, so I'm definitely still a little bit of Pumpkin, but, you know, I don't know. You know how Monique is like, I'm going to throw these names in the damn fire, blah, blah, blah. You know what? If I was never a Pumpkin, like, a Flay would have never made me Pumpkin, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what the world knows me as. That's I I know. I would honestly say that, like, most of my fans will call, always call me Pumpkin, regardless if I was Brooklyn Charm School. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. I like Pumpkin. I think it's a cute name. I, th- I think it is, too. I'd rather, I, you know, I like Brooke. I know a few Brooks, but I'd rather say Pumpkin. I was I was going for you. It's like, that's that's our Bakersfield gal right there, and she's having fun, and it was That's why when I left, I was like... Bitch does not know what a whore is. I'm just a California girl who knows how to party. But so far, so good. Thank you so much. And are you still in Vegas now? Yeah, I'm still in Vegas right now. All right, well, take care, and you have a good night. Thank you, gorgeous. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. They even had it on the news. Don't believe that. Radio.